Nylander curls back towards the blue line. Flips it off on the left wing side for Sandine. He'll play it around back of the net. Tavares is onto it again like a dog on a bone. Back it goes to Hull. In front, they score! Sandine! But what a great play by John Tavares again as he sets up the go-ahead goal. Must have been a hungry dog on, on a bone there. Joe <laughs> Bowen with the call. I don't know if Blue's like that at the dog park, but if it is, you might want to watch out for the other breeds. John Tavares, a man possessed on what ends up being the winner tonight. Uh, it has been a rough go of it f- for him lately. He's still fighting that goalless drought that's now stretched to 13 games. But man, oh man, what an incredible shift from the captain late. Well, he's a difference maker. Uh, Austin Matthews was a difference maker in that game against Minnesota where it was... Uh, kind of quiet, and he made a difference. Mitch Marner was a difference on Saturday with four goals, different kind of game against Detroit. This game was tied. Washington was having the edge. They tied it. It looked like um, they had the better chance of going ahead. And and John Tavares, who missed a couple of glorious chances <laughs> earlier, and he's showing more emotion than he normally does. He showed some emotion about getting hit late by Tom Wilson uh, with these officials as well. What a great play he made. What a great play Justin Hall made. Uh, Justin Hall is he up there with Adam Fox and yeah. Roman Yossi and all those for the uh, uh, lead scoring lead among defensemen. But yeah, the John Tavares showed a lot about wearing the C tonight. And you know, you, you want in an ideal world, a committee of leaders and strong leadership group. And I believe the Leafs feel they had that, but I, I just thought like, this was a great game. Wow. This was really uh, a great game, a great game by the Leafs as a team, great road game. The Capitals are struggling of late, but they're still the Capitals. And John Tavares was the it factor when it was most needed. Yeah, it it was pretty, pretty evident that he just got a burr on his saddle after Wilson smoked him late on the whistle. And normally I think, I think people make a little bit too big a deal of this, but I really didn't like the fact. And look, I know who's on the ice with him. I know it's William Nylander. I know it's Alex Kerfoot and those guys who they are, are who they are. But I didn't love that there was nobody that came to his defense. And you know what? He said, I'm going to come to my defense. He was John at the official on the bench there. And it's just, you know, leadership can be a lot of things. Leadership can be, you know, doing it the right way. And you lead with your play. And that was the exact example of that. It's just next time he's over the boards, it felt like there was just no world where the Leafs weren't going to take the lead with, with the way he was going. And, you know, it's just, it's nice to have a shift like that and to kind of hammer it home because again, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to skim past the fact that this is a player who has been struggling lately. And, you know, a lot of times with teams when they're in a slump, the play starts to look better before the wins come. And I think that that shift is kind of a perfect example of, okay, that it feels like the goals have to be right around the corner. Well, and, you know, I like the fact that it was a, a physical game and we, we use Winnipeg as the ultimate barometer for a physical game and, and the Maple Leafs weren't shrinking violets. I mean, that's always been a concern. Will they get, you know, out physical or out toughed or whatever you want to call it in, in the playoffs? And they stood up to it. But uh, after the, the hit by Wilson on Tavares, you know, they call it a grocery store's product placement. You place, <laughs> you pay money for the best product placement. Wayne Simmons got a lot of product placement at the end there. A couple of times with Tom Wilson on, there was a little Sheldon Keefe about, okay, okay, I'm going to get Wayne Simmons a little more in the mix uh, about that after that really Willie Nealander there's not a lot he can do to Tom Wilson, but uh, it, it was duly noted. And even though it was a tie game, you know, Wayne Simmons got on because he felt it was necessary that some kind of, not retribution, but just kind of a Wayne Simmons type physical shift, uh, physical presence was needed. Yeah, just letting him know, hey, 
I'm right here. I'm right here. We don't we don't have to do anything about what just happened, but if you feel so inclined, I'm right here. I will say I had to laugh when you have that big pile up, the dust up, and Labushkin's in there, and Spets is grabbing somebody, and Simmons is is grabbing somebody too. And it's just the the thing that I the thing that I noticed that jumped out there to me is you've got Nick Robertson. And, you know, he, he was struggling to get on the ice tonight just because of the, the, the way the game was going. It's a younger player, but uh, not your normal fourth liner out there. Nick Robertson, it's a little different him kind of standing around in that scrum versus a, uh, a Kyle Clifford type or even a Pierre Engvall who, who's usually on the fourth line. But I, uh, I had to laugh at that. You know, everyone else is uh, thoroughly engaged in that. Nick Robertson uh, wasn't shying away from anything, but, uh, but wasn't itching to get in the middle of it either. No, and he, boy, he only played five minutes, 28 seconds, but I gotta say he made a great uh, takeaway or did. in in the offensive zone so just you know like like Simmons was used a bit more as far as the fourth liner Spezza got used uh, on the power play more so it, it, it was that kind of game that he couldn't get the fourth line out as a line I think as much as he wanted to Sheldon Keefe but I, I uh, uh, also will talk about the power play you know finding a way to win when it looked like we would if it was a Washington Capital win special teams would have been the difference and we go Oh my goodness! Weren't we there last year, sometime during the season? <laughs> no, yeah. not and again. We put that in the headlight in the distant uh, rearview mirror with the Maple Leafs being number one in the power play, but they found a way to win. And and John Tavares and Justin Hall. Let's give me yeah. even even though the goal goes to Rasmus Sandin again. All three of them about you know on a four on four shift because Wayne Simmons had come out and and made something happen. So they put a couple of people in the box and uh, and it was a four on four shift and. Uh, and they made the most of it. Yeah, now I want to pick up on what you mentioned about the physicality of of this game. Look, the Leafs are very rarely going to go into a game against anybody where they're the overwhelming, dominating physical presence. That's not the way this team is built. That's not the way this team plays. But I think it's really important to have games like tonight where a team is trying to muscle you around, trying to push you around, trying to act like the big brother out there. And I think the fact that you just, again, you don't have to win the battle. You don't have to have Wayne Simmons drop the gloves and fight somebody. If he wants to, that's fine with me. I'm not telling him not to, especially after I was trying to take away his power play time earlier today. He can do whatever he wants. But I think the fact that the Leafs kind of hold their own in a game like that, it does bode well for them come playoff time. And I think another game that's like that, another game that they won, you kind of go back to that wild game that Matthews is so dominant in. That's another physical team that maybe they didn't try to take it to the Leafs quite as much as Washington did tonight but I think the fact that they're proving they can hold their own in these games it it should be a good sign and you know all they have to know is that they they prove to each other in the dressing room and I don't know if they feel they need to prove I think they feel that they can play that style of hockey a lot of fans may need proof but that's you know that's for the Leafs not to worry about just go out and play like they did tonight And, and you know for the Washington Capitals they won the Stanley Cup playing physical hockey but again, more skilled and more speed back then. They don't have it no. the same like when they won the cup. And again, that's what the Maple Leafs have in abundance, skill and speed. And I really put them up against anybody else in the league. Maybe I'm getting my Homer thing a little bit too much. But well, as I'm far the wrong as the, guy to walk you yeah, off of that. That's I know, but the skill and speed element that the Maple Leafs have. And, you know, that ends up being the difference tonight. And, and, and grit and physicality and hits and roughness. And I really, you know, I love what a guy like Hathaway does for the Washington Capitals. We know what Tom Wilson does. We know Ovi's not afraid to be physical. And, um, yeah, I, I like watching that. Yeah, no, it was it was a it was a great game tonight, and I think nothing that to that, sneeze at. No, nothing yeah. to sneeze at at all. And it was it was a great game, and that's a game you're going to see played a lot in the playoffs. And again, the fact that the Leafs find a way, it just it bodes well for them come playoff time. Uh, a couple other things, uh, one to pick at and one one to praise. Uh, we'll we'll start with the praise. Hey, it's coming off a win. 
Peter Morazic, you know, this was not the Vesna Trophy winning effort from him. Maybe he doesn't love the Wilson goal uh, in the third period, his second of the night. But, you know, sometimes it's not about the ones that go in. It's about the saves you make. And I think to that, and I know he didn't quite get all of it, but you have Alex Ovechkin point blank in the slot and you're able to make the splits. Well, well, getting the save, that's pretty much good enough for me. And I think it was just a kind of stabilizing night for, for Leafs net mining. And that, that's important. To have. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, we have to get used to his style. It's a little too, a little too restless, a little, a little, <laughs> little, little too, a little too much movement if you're not used to it. And we have to get used to that. Uh, that's the style he plays. And well, and he, it's worrying because you think to the last game he really struggled in, he was sliding into the corner against the Blues there, yeah? Well, yeah, there seemed to be a lot more net awareness. Now, you don't make the NHL without net awareness, but I just mean that, you know, the, the point being is a couple games ago when he struggled was seemingly sliding too far and giving way too much to shoot. That wasn't the case tonight. Yeah, it was another solid start for Peter Morasic. Yeah, so you talk about a, a, a positive... I don't even know what really the negatives could be. Again, I'm I'm liking the, there's no Jake Buzzin. Nobody likes that. You don't like any injuries. Doesn't matter what team you're with, but just about, you know, trying the pairs a little bit differently, splitting up Morgan Riley and TJ Brody. And it's allowing a Justin Hall to, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's coincidental. I don't know what it may be that all of a sudden he's getting this offense or, or taking more chances consciously based on his partner or not, but he's a guy after healthy scratches. That's really, really looking like whatever his best hockey was that he's playing that right now. Well, and look, here's the thing. Justin Hall played at his absolute best when Jake Muzzin was able to, to prop him up and, you know, you pair him with a guy like Brody and, you know, it, it's going to do nothing but that he's as, he's as rock solid a defender. He knows how to play with talented players. You know, how long he was together with Giordano, of course, in Calgary, he's played with Riley here. And yeah, it's not, it's not an accident to me uh, that that happens, you know, in terms of goaltending, it is a question now. What do you do Wednesday? Uh, you know, the kind of the way they've been going lately is, well, flip back and forth until somebody really grabs the net. I'm not going to sit here and say that was a grabbing the net performance from Peter Mrazek, but the way the other guy's been going, I, I think it's fair to say I, I wouldn't, I have no problem with Mrazek getting the start on, on Wednesday, if that's what they do. I'm speculating. Yeah, I don't have a problem. Now, I'm wondering, and man, you don't want to get in this taking other teams too lightly, but are you saying, okay, Buffalo, yeah, that's maybe, the one to get maybe, right. Maybe this is one we could put uh, Jack in. Oh, worked for Joe Wall. Yeah, worked for Joe <laughs> Wall. And if it's going to uh, and if it's going to fall apart for Jack, let's find out now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's find out now. So um, that you know that may be why I look at it uh, a little bit different. It might go to Jack Campbell on Wednesday. This is kind of a reverse goaltending controversy. Yeah. It's not really a controversy at all. It's just about. You know, it doesn't matter what level in, in, in life in general, you try to set people up in the best circumstances for them to succeed as much as, much as help as possible or realistic. And I think that that, you know, might be factor into Jack Campbell getting a start on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I'd go with Jack Campbell. Yeah, I don't I don't have a problem with it, and I can be talked in either way. I think that, you know, there's easily a world where it ends up being Campbell because of the case you made, and I think there's also a world where Keith says, Okay, that was good enough. And let, for right now, the way the goalies are going, we can absolutely afford uh, to reward good enough. Something that, that wasn't good enough. Oh, sorry, did you want to get oh, yeah, in no, on there? Just sorry, we talked to, to your point about that, about reward. Just, I like the way Pierre Engvall uh, played. Yes. Given, yeah, all of a sudden you get, you know, you sit up in the press box and, you know, uh, who knows, uh, you got to think Cache was out with the flu bug or something like that. But, yeah, just that little bit keeping guys on their toes a bit. And I thought that was kind of a good response from Engvall about, He's got to play. He's got to play at a level that you know he feels one bad game he can go to the press box. Well, and that's that's always been the thing with with Engvall. You know, you go back to the Babcock era of him having a pretty tight leash, and it's a player that. 
you know, we all we all have had the conversation. You, you look at him and you watch any one shift that Pierre Engvall plays, and you say, "That guy's a guy's a six million dollar player. He skates like the wind. He's six foot five. He can win the odd battle." But and that's why you know I think it's a good thing for this team that they absolutely can use him and he can be an important piece. But if his play drops off a little bit. There are options there, and I think it's important for him to kind of realize that as well. And and to your point, you know, Keith giving him, putting him out there, and you know, it wasn't a reward to give him the empty net goal. He was out there because he played well. But you know, the fact that you get the cookie at, at the end there, you got to love it. Um, some place the Leafs haven't been getting any cookies, at, at least as of late. Going back to the Detroit game, looking at tonight, the power play, and you know, I think sometimes we can be quick if if a power play dries up. Sometimes we can also sit there and say, hey, you're you're looking at it and the unit's performing well. They're just not able to score uh, tonight. You're not saying that that was a power play that, that struggled tonight. I guess the second one was a little better. You started to get a few more looks, but, you know, it's it's amazing how much this unit can fluctuate. You know, a couple weeks ago, probably a week ago, we're talking about them like they're the best unit in the world. And, and tonight it, it certainly didn't look that way. Yeah, uh, they were, you know, Mitch Marner was out and the power play was going great. And you go, geez, you know, you need Marner back in it. Of course, you need a Marner back in it and it picked up. And uh, tonight was funny. I don't know if it's how the Capitals were playing it, but just that kind of slingshot back pass, back drop and whatever, just never, never, never got going. I, I almost wanted them to do that play Morgan Riley yeah. did where just kind of take it and you see some open ice and do one of those to mix it up a bit. Oh, you mean the old knife through the whole team like your Bobby Orr in score that time? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that play. Why don't they go to that more often? You should be, you you know, no no, uh, no knock on Spencer Carberry, but with insight like that, you should be maybe running uh, the Leafs power play. Uh, plenty more to get into. The Leafs pick up their third straight win. 5-3 is the final in Washington tonight. We'll continue to wrap it up here on Leafs Nation postgame. Keep listening on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Big guests and bigger opinions on everything happening in Leafsland. Real Kipper and Born. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Leafs are 5-3 winners on the road in Washington, picking up their third straight win. You know, we've we've talked so much, so glowingly about John Tavares, the great night Justin Hall had. We should probably hear from the guy who scored the uh, the game winner, Rasmus Sandin, uh, once again uh, being set up by John Tavares. I think back flashbacks to that Wings game. Let's hear from the Swedish defenseman now. Yeah, that was a quite I love it. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, it's part of the game. I like when it's physical, you know, uh, it's a lot of emotions out there on the ice. So uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm comfortable playing in those games. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, I, I didn't know all my emotions just, uh, I don't know. I was just happy to get that goal, happy to get the win. So um, yeah, I was uh, almost shaking on the bench there at the end because I just wanted us to score another one in open net so we could, uh, you know, finish it off there in a nice way. But uh, it's a terrific play by Halstein. Um, it's nice to see that go in. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think just on that play, I think he, you know, he works uh, really hard, get the puck back, and makes a terrific pass out to Halsey first. Uh, I didn't think he saw me, um, but he did. So uh, I was very happy with that. And uh, yeah. I got a missile right on my tape and um, just try to get it in. So, you know, he's, uh, he's always working, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's one of our leaders and he's, he's our captain. So, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's always a guy to look up to and, uh, and learn from. So, um, you know, just one of those plays, it's just, uh, just, I'm, I'm obviously very happy to see that, especially when you get a goal from it. So, um, 
He's a great guy and uh, yeah, hard work from him every day. And we're uh, yeah, we're happy to have uh, have a captain like that. They get a three-one lead. When you get a three-one lead, they come back. It's going through your mind then. Yeah, I mean, just try to you know stick to our game. Um, you know, it, it happened. You know, you can't really rewind the time and, uh, and take those goals away. So just got to focus on our own thing and step up and try to try to score another goal. Um, you know, we're out there to win every game. So um, that's exactly what we did today, and we we got the got the dub too. So we're uh, we're obviously very happy with that. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's huge for us. Um, there's a couple that, you know, could have got in, but he made, you know, some really, really great saves for us. And uh, I think they saved the game for us a little bit there too. Uh, a bunch of times he made a, made a lot of great saves. So uh, he had a terrific game today as well. And uh, yeah, we uh, we're obviously very happy to have a goalie like that too. He can step up, make uh, make um, some really good saves. And I mean, that's that's what set us up for for the win as well. So um, great game by him today. Young guy uh, in the league. What's it like to go up against uh, Ovechkin? See him up close on the same ice. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, it's a guy that uh, you know I've been looking up to since uh, since I was uh, young. Um, but uh, you know, I think that was one of my first jerseys that I ever had. Um, so it's pretty cool to go against him. Even though uh, right before the goal, he crushed like, me right over my arm, and that <laughs> that stung a little bit. But um, you know. If he does that and I can score after, I'm very happy. But uh, it's obviously very cool to go against uh, guys like that. Nick Backstrom, same thing. But, um, yeah, as long as we get the win, I'm happy. Not anymore, no. <laughs> no, 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 it's tossed. So, um, yeah, I think I had it when I was really young when I didn't understand anything. So, um, yeah, not anymore. It was a nice night for a couple sweet hitting goals. Well, 30, but uh, what was the highlight of the Swedes on tour yesterday? Yeah. <clears throat> um, to be honest, talking to Willie and uh, and Timothy about the stuff because they have no idea what they're, <laughs> what they're looking at. Uh, neither do I. I can't say anything about that. But it's just good to spend some time, go out, um, you know, while I look, look around a little bit in Washington. And, um, weather was uh, nice yesterday as well. So it's just nice to get out from the hotel a little bit and walk around and yeah, see some uh, see some new old stuff, I guess. Um, so uh, it was uh, it was a good day yesterday. Like monuments, or statues. Yeah, exactly. Monuments. We went there, went there to the tower, and then uh, we went to a museum as well. So uh, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, Willie showed us around a little bit. He's lived there before, so uh, he was uh, showing us around a little bit here. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Rasmus Sandin holding court. What a yeah. what a performance. Starts it off with I love it. When asked about the physicality of it, chirping Ovechkin for cross-checking him across the arm. Uh look, that that this guy's gonna be a really important player for this team going forward. And uh his play tonight is just kind of highlighting exactly how important he already is. Yeah, and you know, Washington as well. So I mentioned if you're gonna go on the road, Montreal and Nashville, two places you must go. And Washington, when I worked with the Leafs, they were in Landover, Maryland, which okay. was way outside. It wasn't anywhere close. It was like being in a suburb. It was a dark rink. You stayed at a hotel that was Interstate 48, what have you. So downtown, I've only been there once. It's fabulous, like where they are. And you get a chance and you get to walk around all that great history and the White House and everything is around there. Uh, I, I like, you know, his personality. And it's funny, like Nicholas Lidstrom, speaks the best English of any person, right? Yes. With Better no accent. Yes. Yeah, he's, you know, that's one. Borja Salming never got rid of his thick Swedish accent. No, he I was, ran into him at the World Cup of Hockey, and he yeah, still has it, yeah. Still got it. Uh, used to be a lot of expletives, too, yeah. in it, and that, but just <laughs> that. And uh, and Rasmus said, indeed, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I like that. Pretty engaging, and, uh, hey, it, it kicks ass to be in the NHL. He's having a good time. He scored a big goal, and funny about Ovi that that's his first sweater, but... Uh, 
Uh, now maybe Obi wants a Rasmus Sandin sweater after after tonight's game. Hey, we know we, we know he's uh, we know he's big, big, big on uh, collecting sticks. Nice job by you, technical director uh, Josh Santos. All right, we want to hear from Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe, and we will do so when we continue. Keep on listening to Leafs Nation on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. More Leafs, more Raptors, more Blue Jays. The Fan Morning Show with J.D., Blake, and Alish. Be sure to subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leafs Nation postgame prank, Gunning Gord Stellick walking you through the Leafs' third straight win. 5-3 is the final in Washington. Michael Bunting opening the scoring. William Nylander, Justin Hall, Rasmus Sandin, and Pierre Engvall are the other goal scorers. A tremendous, a tremendous night from John Tavares. And I'm sure Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe will echo that. Let's hear from the Leafs head coach now. Your thoughts on what it had to do with the Yeah, I thought... I like the game. I thought we were good in a lot of areas, really, probably except the power play. You know, um, otherwise, I thought our guys did a good job. I thought he was really good. You know, uh, we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't give up a, a lot in terms of grade eight chances. You know, um, other than the, the shorthanded chance, they never really got in alone on us on the rush at all. Um, that's been a major area of improvement for us as a team here uh, since Columbus. But there's still some dangerous shooters out there. I thought on their power play, he was really good. Um, made a couple of big saves on some one-timers, not just Ovechkin, but some other guys. So, uh, yeah, I thought he was full marks for the win tonight. Joris was going up this morning. He's still working his way through the, the illness he was dealing with. What do you make of the effort he gave you tonight? Yeah, he was excellent. And, and you're right, he hasn't been feeling, you know, 100% for sure. He's taken a little bit to get through this uh, little bug uh, that's been going around. But... That uh, his play on the on the on the Willie goal early. I hope I'm getting the the right goal correct. Um, and then and then ultimately the winner to get that puck to Halsey and unbelievable play by Justin Hall. But uh, uh, finished by Sandy. But yeah, John I thought was really good today. Hit the post. Looks to me like like a guy ready to to break out here. So really good. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what, what it is. I mean, it's not, I mean, you're sitting the guy, it's not a punishment by any means. It's, it's a combination of a using your depth and then also it's a chance to just take a step back and, you know, he, he hasn't just kicked his feet up. He's gotten to work, you know, he's uh, gotten to work before and after practice and worked at his game and chance to kind of reset a little bit and you get up and you want to prove yourself again. I think he's been really good. Well, I mean, you're just trying to try to get understanding of what they might've seen there. And then also, you know, they don't get a chance to watch it back like we do. So that's, uh, you know, a luxury that we have, which I know that they don't love, but we, we have that. And, and, you know, Billy did just, you know, make them understand that we felt that, you know, that was the player had fallen on his own. Uh, turns out that that's a significant call in the game. Obviously they score on that power play, but uh, I thought between that and the shorthanded goal <clears throat> that we gave up, which obviously we don't like giving up either of them, but 
I thought our team just remained composed and just continued to play. So that was really good. You know, Simmer gets in there and mixes it up uh, a little bit and that draws the four on four, which opens the game up a little bit for us, which I thought at the time could be a real advantage for us. Uh, it turns out that that was the case. Uh, just say he's day to day here. Um, nothing, nothing serious. Obviously he did the full morning skate today, but he just wasn't feeling quite right to play tonight. Um, yeah, it's hard. It, it, it's, it's hard to say. I, I thought today we were just, you know, in the other games where maybe hasn't gone in, I, I thought we've, we did some good things. We got some really good looks. Uh, I think teams are really starting to adjust their penalty kill uh, to us. And it's on us now to adjust and adapt. And we did, we did make some adjustments coming into the game here tonight. But um, our guys didn't look comfortable with those changes. So that's a combination of us as coaches to, to, to get them comfortable. It's also on them to you know, get comfortable. Uh, you know, they need to have to adapt and adjust because, you know, we've made it pretty clear around the league that, you know, our power play is dangerous and teams are taking note of that. And uh, I, I would be certain that teams, you know, see us coming up on the calendar and their coaches are, are getting to work probably two, three games ahead because I know I've been in that position myself. And when you see some real good power plays coming in, you're getting ahead of it and you're working hard on it because you don't want to look bad. And I think teams have done that and it's on us to counter that here now. And, and we didn't do a good job of executing today. It's a little weird here that you finally completed the circuit against all the teams now. You pushed it from one. Yeah, it's, I don't have to tell you guys how strange a time it's been here in the last couple of years for sure. But yeah, it's nice to play this team. Obviously, they got. A lot of great players and it's a great city, so it was a great chance to, to spend the day here yesterday and uh, happy to even happier, I would say, to, to get the win and get out of here now. Thanks. Yeah, I know Washington's a lovely city. Guys are making it out to be Maui there. They're like, oh, Rasmus Sandin, you regale us with your tales of it's it's Washington in, in February. Let's not let's not oversell it too much here. No, wait, no, no, no. no okay, let's rink. oversell I mean, it. Okay. The, the great history. I just say I was surprised. I just was there once. So, you know, that part of it. So uh, you know, it's uh interesting little notes. Um Leafs are twenty two oh and one when they score four goals or more in a game. Mm. So why don't you do that yeah, every do game? Do that all right? the time. Yeah. That you, so uh, that's that. It's a little bit of a surprise because usually you know you lose something seven five. And Mitch Marner thirty five points in his last eighteen games. The last Leaf to have that kind of span was Dougie Gilmore back in nineteen ninety three. So very similar types of players, different positions, yeah, yeah. but kind of a neat little quirky record as well. Oh, and it's funny. That's that's the guy. You know, that's the guy he always said was his favorite player growing up, and you know, that's the guy he was getting compared to after your favorite moment when, uh, and mine too, when he blocked those shots against Boston at the tail end. What feels like a thousand years ago. Hey, yes. maybe we'll get another playoff memory like that if we get a shift like we saw from John Tavares tonight in the playoffs. I think we'll all be very, very happy campers. Uh, I mean, again, I just want to nail home what a tremendous effort that was from Tavares. A lot of pieces went into tonight's game, but I think that's going to be the thing that's going to stand out for most people. Solid team win, solid team win on the road against a team that played real physical. I know the Capitals with six straight losses they've had at home, but they played well tonight. And they came back, tied the game, and again, the Leafs found a way to win it. And John Tavares was a difference maker on that all key uh, great game-winning goal. Again, Justin Hall and Rasmus Sandin also in on it, but uh, guys finding a way to make a difference and coming up with a W.
Yeah, Leafs have now won three straight. They'll look to make it four straight when they're back at home on Wednesday. Gord, you and I'll be there down at Scotiabank Arena. Probably eating some pizza. Definitely eat some other food. I'm speaking for myself. Of course, of course. Cannot wait to get back down there. Can't wait to talk to you all again when the Leafs are looking to make it four wins in a row. That's Wednesday when they host the Sabres tonight. It is a 5-3 win in Washington. Thanks so much for listening to Leafs Station Postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan.